mindset and life coach for mums and the host of the Not Perfect but Thriving podcast. I believe that life isn't perfect, we're not perfect, but we still can and deserve to be thriving. We cover different motherhood topics related to releasing things that are holding us back and rediscovering ourselves so that we can live life feeling confident, fulfilled and truly alive. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. So today's episode is going to be all about whether people-pleasing is making you overspend and just talking a little bit about some of the ways that people-pleasing can affect our relationship with money. If you're anything like me, you might have had this idea that there's two types of people. There's the people who are good with money and then there's the people who are bad with money. <laughs> and I always counted myself in that latter group. Um, I always had this sense that there's kind of three main parts to being good with money. One of which is, you know, basic math skills and a bit of common sense. Um, secondly, kind of having a bit of an awareness of the kind of financial systems in the place that you live. And then thirdly, willpower, essentially. And having been more of an impulsive person in the past I would say in terms of you know willpower is always something that if you'd have asked me I'd have said I had none (laughs) in terms of like my food my exercise all of those kinds of things and so in a sense I sort of felt a little bit like well being bad at money is kind of part of who I am and a character flaw essentially and actually I think that there's so much more that goes into our relationship with money I think it's actually a very very complex topic and I don't want to oversimplify it today so the only kind of specific ways that I want to talk about it is in terms of people pleasing and how that can essentially affect the way that we spend money and if you're listening to it around about the time that this episode is coming out then we've got about a week to go until Christmas this is really not about trying to make any changes in this season, in this festive season, but I am sharing it now because I think that sometimes when we're in the midst of something, for example in the midst of this festive season where we are more prone to overspending anyway, we can more easily notice those patterns and so I'm hoping that this episode will be something that can help you maybe assess how you feel things have been for you this season, how you've been spending money, whether any of the patterns that I talk about have cropped up for you at all. And if they have, then perhaps it can help you reassess whether there's any changes that you want to make going into 2024. Or of course, if you've just come across this episode and it is another time of year, um, this will obviously apply at any time, but that's why I'm talking about it right now. So I think one of the first things that popped into my mind as I've been navigating buying gifts for people um, this year has been around spending too much on gifts and how much people pleasing has in the past played into that for me. So of course we want to give gifts that are thoughtful, that look pretty, we want to spoil the other person and of course all of those things are really wonderful but People-pleasing is all about abandoning yourself and abandoning your own needs and placing someone else's needs higher than your own, um, kind of crossing perhaps things that might be boundaries for you or just not having any boundaries around these things because 
it feels safer, it feels necessary to be loved, to be accepted, to be doing those things for other people. And that applies to gifting as well. So of course it's wonderful to be wanting to give gifts from the heart, gifts that are expensive, gifts that are lovely, but when we are doing that with money that we don't really have to spare and we're as a result at a detriment in terms of our own finances then of course it's not very helpful in the past for me overspending as part of gift giving has looked like putting together really elaborate hampers that looked beautiful and delicious but somehow it was never quite enough so as I as I was making these hampers I would just keep adding to them I wanted them to be a really well-rounded gift and again that's really wonderful if you have that money to spare and you can just I don't know add that extra pair of cashmere socks as well as all the other treats but when we don't have that kind of money to spare it is not good it's for me also looked like taking people out to dinner or for a spa day that I couldn't really afford because actually I was a student at the time or I think in my um maybe I just got my first job but it's at the time what I felt I needed to do to be a good friend um maybe it's feeling pressured to buy all your neighbor's gifts because you've moved into a new neighborhood and that's something that apparently everybody does in your village um we were a little bit surprised when we first moved in here um or maybe it's feeling like you need to not only give gifts to your friends that you've been giving gifts to for years but now you also feel like you need to give their partners gifts and their children and these things just what's the phrase grow grow legs is that what you say yeah these things just like grow legs and suddenly the list of people you're gifting um that you're buying gifts for just gets longer and longer and longer and it feels like you can't you're in this like hamster wheel where you just can't stop you just have to keep going but it's it's just you're starting to realize that it's impacting you negatively so gifting can be a really big area and I guess you'll probably know if that's an area that you struggle with because perhaps like me you have spent too much time agonizing over not only what to get people but is it enough is it too much is it not enough is it too this too that um and perhaps I don't know adding extra postage because you've had to you've ordered it to to your own home so that you can wrap it and put it all together rather than just having something delivered to their home perhaps you've felt unable to just pick one thing because it might be the wrong thing and so you've always made sure that you gift more than one thing just because at least then there's a likelihood that one of the things will be liked you know there's always different ways in which we can massively overthink and overdo gifting and actually your loved ones would probably be horrified if they realized quite how much time and effort and money has gone into these gifts that you feel you need to be giving so yeah, gifting can be a really big one. It can also show up um, in spending too much just because we can't say no or we're just too worried to make an alternative suggestion. So for me, that one has actually been one that I had to become more mindful of again as a mum um, because really often friends would just address grabbing, would suggest grabbing lunch somewhere, having coffee, going to a play group, coffee, snacks, parking. Once you add all these up, those lovely things, and then maybe the event or the toddler group or anything itself, it can actually really add up and become so expensive. But when we struggle with people pleasing, we can feel too uncomfortable to say that or to suggest an alternative. So we can feel pressured to go along with that. 
for you it might be something different. It might be feeling pressured to go for drinks after work or feeling pressured to buying, you know, rounds of drinks at the pub, feeling pressured to attend yet another Christmas meal or event that you actually know you won't really enjoy, but perhaps it's another different group of people, perhaps it's your sports team, perhaps it's whatever it is. Um Another area might be finding it really difficult to say no if someone asks you for a favour. Maybe they ask you for a loan, maybe they ask you for, I don't know, to be a, what do you say, when you, you know, when you guarantee, when you um, provide a guarantee kind of, I'm sure there's a word for it, but I can't think of it right now. Like if someone's um, taking out rent like renting a place or something and they need somebody to for for some reason they need some to name somebody to fall back on all those kinds of things where we feel uncomfortable we don't feel that we're the right person perhaps we don't have that money to spare but we just feel responsible for others and we find it too excruciating to say no and so we get ourselves into these difficult situations that we you know we don't need to be putting ourselves in Maybe you're hosting Christmas and you feel like to be a good host, you need to have all the options available from alcohol, even though you don't personally drink, to the main meal, to snacks, desserts. You just want to have everything possible that they might need. You want to kind of anticipate all of their needs. Maybe you've gone out and bought new towels and new bedding because you just want them to be comfortable. And so you're overspending because you want to make sure that you're a good host. Those are kind of some of the main things, but just in general, I suppose we can end up spending money also on things that everybody else is spending money on just because we, we feel like uh, with people pleasing, the crux of it is that we want to fit in. We don't want to be different. We don't want to be, yeah, we want to fit in. So as a result, we can sometimes spend money on things that if we actually stop to think about it, we don't really care that much about them ourselves but it can just feel strange if everybody else is doing something and we're not and so we are a little bit more prone to being kind of carried along into doing something paying for something going somewhere all those things that we actually don't really want to do and of course we're very conflict avoidant and so we're much less likely to complain if something goes wrong. We're not. We're less likely to take things back when there's a problem. Um, actually, two examples that have just come into my head as well um, about some of the things I've talked about. When I was a student, I worked for a while with people who were homeless. And so in the place where I studied, I knew a lot of the people that were homeless and who were selling the big issue. And I cannot tell you the number of times that I bought a big issue because I knew the seller and I just could not well or I didn't even know them but I just I just could not walk past them and I would have to find a way I would have to choose different routes (laughs) to avoid it because I just knew that if I walked that route I wouldn't be able to avoid it and sometimes I even bought more than one of the same issue just because and as a student I did not have that money to spare to keep buying big issues (laughs) and I just yeah I could not um another uh, example that's just kind of occurred to me is around you know when you go into one of those little shops where maybe you just have a question you wanted to ask somebody something 
um, about a product that they sell and it turns out that it's this tiny little shop where there's just a one shop assistant or maybe two even and they're kind of just watching people as they go around there's nobody else in the shop and now you feel like all eyes are on you and so you're asking about this thing if you even dare to ask but um now you you actually really don't want to have it but now you feel really pressured and it's almost impossible to say no thank you and you know thank you for your time but I, I'm gonna think about it um so for the longest time, I actually would just avoid going into shops like that because I would just know that I would end up buying something I really didn't want just because I would feel so pressured um, being the only customer there or having those eyes of the shop assistants on me. <laughs> so there's all those kinds of things. Um, and then finally, not negotiating. Um, I don't know, depending on where you live, that might, not, that might be more or less of a thing. Um, I think in British culture, there's actually not very often that you need to negotiate um the you know things uh in terms of you know very often you'll just go somewhere and you either decide to buy something just you know based on the price that is offered but there are times um in certain um in certain in certain careers in certain businesses there might be salary negotiations or negotiations of pay rises or perhaps it might be around you know, maybe buying a car or buying a house. Those, I suppose, are the only sort of things that come to mind where you may want, you know, need negotiating skills. And those do not tend to be skills that we have or that we feel comfortable to use anyway when we're struggling with people pleasing. So those were all of the things that, that came to mind when I was thinking about how people pleasing can affect our the way that we spend money. And so I suppose if you've been listening to that and you're thinking, oh my goodness, actually, and um, about that last one, that negotiating one, I would say that luckily, I think that is an area where maybe the salary negotiations, not so much, but um, certainly buying a house, buying a car, it can be so helpful to be, you know, to ask for the support from somebody who is comfortable with that kind of thing. I'm very lucky that I have a husband who is very good with um anything to you know anything to do with that kind of thing um but if not you know perhaps you have a parent that's helpful perhaps you have a friend that could support you um that is the beauty of in in that area I think that is an area that we can more easily ask for support from somebody else but yeah um yeah so anyway if you've been listening to this and you've been thinking gosh some of that really resonates with me I think that actually now that I'm thinking about it my kind of patterns around spending money are definitely impacted by my people-pleasing tendencies then first of all I think one of the best things you can do for yourself is to not put yourself in positions where you know that you'll feel pressured so a bit like I was talking about me I mean this is not necessarily a long-term strategy. Um, I would, of course, recommend that we work on people-pleasing itself. But in terms of kind of an immediate thing that you can do is to look at the situations where you know that you'll feel really pressured and try and avoid them, whether that's <laughs> avoiding the big issue sellers because you cannot walk past them and not buy one or whether that's not going into those kinds of shops um, where you're, you know that you're going to feel pressured to buy something, all that sort of thing is going to be the easiest and most immediate thing that you can do is around putting yourself not putting yourself in those sorts of positions and then the second thing I wanted to just tell you 
which I know that you know, but it doesn't feel like that in the moment. In those moments when you're agonizing over the gifts or the things that you're going to buy or the, what you're gonna, the food that you're going to prepare for people and all of those things, um, your loved ones love you regardless of how much money you spend on them. And like I was saying earlier, mostly they would be horrified if they knew how much you are spending on them. And if it's something like, I don't know, maybe you've been asked to attend a wedding and you're going to have to pay for a night away and you can't afford it. Or maybe you've been asked to um, go on a Hindu and it involves a four-day girls' holiday. Maybe, yeah, all those kinds of things. I would say that it's... I don't think many people would want a loved one, a friend, a relative to be stretching themselves financially to an uncomfortable into an you know to an uncomfortable point to a risky point for them to please them and I know it doesn't always feel like that and of course there's going to be some people that for the who that is not true those I would probably question how good of a friend they are but um I think it's just worth remembering that your loved ones love you for who you are and that can feel I think that's a lovely reminder. It doesn't always feel true when we are struggling with people pleasing because that is basically the crux of it. We feel like we need to do and be different to be loved and accepted, but it's true. And so when you're agonizing over these kinds of situations, this is what I want you to remember, that they love you for you. And even if you show up with absolutely nothing, they will love you anyway. And also in line with that, we sometimes feel that we can't be honest about our own needs or constraints around money, for example, but very often you might actually be doing them a favour. I've been really honest with, you know, the example I was giving earlier around um, some of my mum friends. Um, I've been really honest with people that I don't really want to prioritise spending money on really expensive toddler classes and lunches out, especially given that, I don't know, when you're out with a toddler you just end up chasing them around while your food goes cold most of the time anyway, or spilling your coffee or something, um, unless you, you know, have a partner that you can take turns with, but um, almost every time that I have said that, I've been actually met with relief, with people admitting that actually they've also been trying to spend less money and struggling to with people being really happy to have just a cheap play date at home, rotating whose house we go to, maybe just being responsible for snacks and food only when it's kind of your turn to host. And mostly, yeah, people have been relieved. And I've been on the other side as well, where friends have said to me, do you know what, gifting in my world is getting really out of hand. I know we've been doing Christmas gifts for years and years and years, but is there any way, you know, how would you feel about us stopping doing gifts? Or how would you feel about us only doing gifts for the kids? Or Because there's a million and one options often. And we, yeah, when we start having these conversations, even though they feel uncomfortable, they can actually really open up so much in that relationship. And for, you know, the other person might be feeling the same, but not feel able to to say that thing and also there is just something really beautiful about that vulnerability of somebody saying to you do you know what this is really important to me and I have needs in this you know around I don't know my finances that I um we're prioritizing this thing 
and someone just really sharing about their priorities, what matters to them, their needs and how you can support them in that area that is really beautiful and so yeah it's not a conversation that many of us have around money but it's I think can be such an important one. But really finally I suppose the crux of this episode is just really all about showing that finances might be an area where people pleasing is affecting you and if it is then I think like any other area we need to really investigate it and I think it's it's mainly around understanding what our values are what's really important to us what are those areas that we want to prioritize spending on what are those areas that we're currently spending money on that actually we perhaps could make some changes in and where do we need to maybe set some boundaries and then practice upholding them and that might be really difficult and I'm going to definitely be doing more on boundaries just in general but I suppose maybe we can start really small you know maybe we're not feeling comfortable to have that chat with I don't know to go and start negotiating a pay rise at work or um tell our family we don't want to do Christmas gifts anymore or whatever it is but maybe we can practice walking down that road and walking past that big issue seller and being really kind to them and saying good you know greeting them and and everything but saying no thank you I'm not today that might be really difficult for you to do and that might be a first tiny little step towards holding you know setting boundaries and practicing upholding them the the thing I think that throws us the most is when we haven't actually thought about these things and we haven't set those boundaries um, for ourselves because then we get thrown just repeatedly and repeatedly into situations where we keep having to make decisions and decision making is really exhausting is really difficult <laughs> and so we end up being impulsive we end up getting carried away it whereas if we have got clear boundaries for ourselves if we have clear budgets for ourselves if we have clear ideas on what we're prioritizing and what we're not prioritizing then it becomes really simple like if a friend asks me to do something I'm much less likely to get carried away if I have a bit of a um and it doesn't have to be completely rigid of course like it's really lovely to be spontaneous sometimes but it's about having an overall, I suppose, sense of, and perhaps to begin with, we do need to be a little bit more rigid while we're getting, while we're getting used to this, while we're navigating it, um, so that later on there can be more flexibility. But um, yeah, I'm less likely to get carried away into going out for lunch with a friend, for example, if I know that that is an area that I'm really not wanting to prioritise, and so I can much more easily and much more quickly then respond with saying, oh, that's such a lovely suggestion, actually, I, you know, at the moment, that's not something I'm trying to prioritise because we're wanting to prioritise, I don't know, it depends on, you know, the person and the situation as to how much you might want to share, but you might want to say we're trying to save for whatever, or um, you don't need an explanation, you might just want to say actually, um, we're, you know, we're trying not to spend too, as much money on going out for food, so, um, but I would love to see you, could we do a coffee instead, or do you want to come over for a play date, you're more than welcome, Um, that kind of thing. So yeah, having these, having, being clear, I suppose, on our values in that area, what's really important to us, setting those boundaries, and then starting in the tiniest ways, perhaps, first of all, to uphold them, is going to be how you can make some changes in this area in 2024. 
you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would be amazing if you could rate, review and subscribe to the podcast to help others find it and make sure that you don't miss any of the new episodes being added each week. Hope to see you back for the next one.